Welcome to episode 184 of the Muck Podcast, a member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Jaramillo. And I'm Hillary Doherty. Hillary. I'm like, I keep doing this because I'm sweating. We're, yeah, we're melting. It's so fucking hot. And you get back to your house at the end of the day. It's you know, hot. Because you don't want the air running at no. 74 or whatever all day, right? So you got to turn it up a little bit and now you get back home and you got to get the house cooled down. And it takes forever. <sighs> it is so hot yeah. that they, they said the Atlantic yeah. along Florida is like 90 degrees. 98 the degrees water. in Miami yesterday. The water. 98 degrees. Yeah. In the ocean. <laughs> Which is what happened last week. I went into the pool last weekend in my pool. It was just, it was it gross? <gasps> it was so fucking hot. Uh, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go laid, I laid out. You know, you get really hot when you're yeah. laying out. You're sweating. And I'm like, oh, I'll go in the pool and cool down. I was like, Ugh. It was like getting in a hot bath. Ugh. It was not refreshing no. at all. <gasps> Dear God. Ooh. My cat <laughs> is really active. Well, usually your son will come yes. over on Saturdays, but we're not on Saturday. And keep that cat keep your cat busy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a Friday night, baby. Ooh, Friday. Friday wine drinking Ooh. podcast. Wine and crime or whatever those podcasts are called. Yes. They're, yeah. Wine and politics, true crime, which means you get more drink yeah. if it's Red, politics. Um, well, there's a group. It's like red wine and blue. Mm. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Like they're like a little dumb group. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, they're not obnoxious at all. No, I don't uh, know. I don't really know. I don't, I don't know. know much about them. I think I follow them somewhere. <laughs> I tell you what, <laughs> if I'm drinking and talking about politics, we're going to have an issue. We're oh. going to have a problem. That's going to be real. Let's get real. Yes. Um, But tomorrow morning, I am so excited. <laughs> I know I mentioned this last week, but it bears repeating that I get to meet Tina's parents. Yeah. Oh <gasps> my God. So fucking excited. <laughs> I am going to take a shower tonight. Oh my God. I'm going to be clean. You're going to see all the pictures. I'm going to be, I'm going to smell good for about two minutes and then I'm going to be sweating. <laughs> but when I meet the parents, I'm going to be in tip top shape. I'm so fucking excited. I might do a selfie. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be very exciting. I'm so excited. Very, very excited. And Tina's already brought me um, a gift. From <laughs> She sends me texts constantly. You're not going to believe what I found at my mother's house. And it's like just, just tons of, tons of extra, it's, it's, extra, extra stuff that she doesn't need. Like too much, it's right? So much. I think she has three of those bowls. This Florida bowl. It's like a bamboo bowl. Can you see it? Yeah. And it's got all Florida knickknack stuff on it you know it got the whole steak this of course got like, the alligator the oranges this bullshit. is like so classic oh, 1985 florida it is what you come to florida you go to the coast you go to the little shops yeah. the tourist shops yeah. you get the bowl to bring home yeah that's what she's taking home. home to whatever yeah. pennsylvania yeah. put some chips in it on the weekend and it's adorable yeah. and i love it i'm so excited and pompano's <laughs> listed i mean it's like the greatest thing i've ever seen oh she God. texted me she goes do you we have three do you want one i go yes yeah i want that immediately bring that to my house oh my god i will put chips in it there is so much stuff i love it well this is exciting so this yard so sale yeah. yeah yard sale there's a lot of there's some italian stuff but it's mainly just oh. it's so much stuff yeah and oh, then so and then tina says and my parents are going to order some food i was like hey oh my god, i can't believe i would break bread we're breaking bread <laughs> i mean it's like well it's like disney world like all my dreams are coming true oh I, I can't believe it i'm so excited i'm so excited we were having dinner tonight and my husband, I don't know how we got in the conversation, but somehow or other, he mentions uh, Robert De Niro. Mm. 
and That's a good about about how Robert De Niro is so Italian. And I was like, I said, well, I'm more Italian <laughs> than Robert De Niro. And he goes, what? He goes, you are not more. I said, I am more Italian than Robert. De- I guarantee you that I am. Well, I how know. Do we, what do you consider? Like, what's more Italian? I mean, I'm a first generation. Oh, okay. So like, you know what I mean? Like. My parents are from Italy. Yeah, yeah. My grandparents are from Italy. My aunts so and uncles are from Italy. Everybody's so from Italy. How far was that reach to yes. Italy? That's how you consider yes. real yes. or more Italian. And I hate to break it to everybody. Uh-oh. But, you know, his dad was Irish and Italian. Oh, no, that doesn't count. That's it. That's He's it. Out. He's, He's out. out. He's out. And then his You're mom was like you know, a mix of everything. So I mean, 100% Italian. Look at <laughs> You she loves them. <laughs> that was my aunt. I watched something recently in there. <laughs> the Italian women were doing this and yeah. I fucking, I died. I was so happy. Um, <laughs> speaking of something exciting, I don't know if you know this, but Lionel Messi has landed. Yes. He Did has you hear landed he was shopping in Publix? Tina? My son I went was on nuts. Twitter today and I saw pictures of Lionel Messi with his family going down the aisle in yes. Publix and I was like, my son you're was out. Like, is this, I said, I said, sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> my son was like, Messi's in Publix, Messi's. I said, which one? He's like, I don't know. It said it was Miami Dade. So yeah. I think he's living in like South Broward Probably. somewhere. Because, it, or maybe or like in North Miami. Mi- or North Miami maybe. Beach kind of thing. What a beautiful family, by the way. Beautiful kids. I mean, but also... Also, his cart was filled with like people were then like looking at the cart, like taking pictures of what was in the cart. And there was like little bites, muffins, you know, it's like family food. He's just like us. I I was so excited though. (laughs) I am so fucking excited about this. And then other soccer news is Megan uh, Rapinoe is is, um, retiring, which is- That's huge. Crazy. I know. They're doing so well, the US team. Well, they always do. I mean, listen, the the women, they outplay. The women, because the men men just got, they just lost. They just got knocked out. I watched the game a few weeks, or a few days before, where it was like a a shutout. We should should have a soccer- That would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. To watch the girls, because the men's are- but anyway, I got to see her play. Remember like six or seven yeah. months ago, they came you here and the they kids. played. Yeah, they took the yeah. kids. It was incredible. I'm so excited that I was able to see that. But she's doing so many things anyway I outside mean. of soccer. Um, but damn, what a fucking legend she is. Incredible. Incredible yep. player. Um, do you have anything else? I have a couple things. I, I don't, you know, I was knocked out this week. Yeah unfortunately yeah a little sick but so, here we are I, mean, I, can't we believe are. I kept saying to you are you sure you want to do this no are you sure I'm like you're okay? I'm gonna be fine I'm gonna be fine and I here I am yeah and I was so happy I did my story early yeah good so like yeah that's the thing you wrote to me I already did my story I was like I know but like that's not what, I'm, <laughs> that wasn't what I was worried about we could sit here and bullshit for fucking an hour like I would oh be fine with that God. I was worried about are you gonna be okay sitting here <laughs> like yeah. that's all I cared about yeah I got my um, story done also you know, it's really like huge news now. And I almost blame partly the media for this, but is this FAU president? Oh my God. Uh, they're going to screw. They're going to really, put that Randy Fine in. Yeah, but it's They're really, going to put him in. They're going to do all this bullshit yeah. and they're going to make up bullshit. But I also like, I don't want to be like media conspiracy, but I also think that the way it was made like a huge deal that Randy Fine wasn't on that list. They're calling him, asking him. Right. They made such a fucking stink about it because they like to drag him because right. he's a fucking Well, he's dip. an asshole. Yeah, he's a dipshit. So they, I think they made such a big deal that it kind of like the state now is investigating and it's, it's going to slow down this process. Well, because the, what, the, what they're going to do is they're going to try to appoint this guy. Yeah. The state is going to try to get involved. Yeah. 
And this is to me ridiculous. Yeah. There's a board of directors. There are people, there are interviewed. There's a process. This guy knows nothing about running a university. Right. Nothing. 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 And the people that are listed didn't seem and bad. You know, I mean, I don't know the people and who is were he on there. Live, I mean, he, he, this is for the president, right? Yes. And I remember, you know, because um, that's the school that I went yeah. to. Yeah. And I remember, you know, in grad school, you go to these events and you go to the president's house and la, 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 la. And like, there's the president there. Like, he's going to go live there? Also, that's what I mean. Yes. Is but he? Also, like, that's weird. But also, here's another thing is... These schools are, they have boards, they have like, like research, uh, councils, they have all, well, they have doing search work, committees, they have search, search committees, committees that have been doing this work. And to think that the state's going to step in and try to slow that process down or even, or just and to, also a political fear is so crazy. No, it's scary. It's too. scary. And it's also a business. Like, let's be honest, I these mean, schools make money and I mean, not to be an asshole, because nobody really knew what New College was, which is, I mean, if you're from Florida, you would yeah. know that New College is this amazing liberal arts right. school, small liberal arts school, and that the fact that the state has taken it over and is trying to make a, an example of it is fucking insane. And turn it into like, like some crazy conservative. F yeah, but FAU was just in the final four yeah. of the uh, college March Madness yeah, whatever tournament, right? Yeah. Basketball. Like they're on, people know who they are, Right. Yeah, I, I mean, really feel like it. It's that's what's also bringing attention to this is that this is not new college. This yeah. is a school that's been growing over it has for been, like yes, decades. It has. And I getting mean, when I went there, it wasn't. You know, it is now. Yeah, and now it's, it's a much it's, bigger school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's you know it's known to be like a commuter school, and it's it's a big school, and they have expanded like with their medical yes. program is. They didn't, I don't even think it was existent when I went there. You know, they have that great nursing program. I got to tell you, I'd uh, love I mean, for my kids to go there. If they, they need to stay here and go to school here, like it's 15 minutes up the road, like yeah. that would be incredible. Too. I and would they think have that's great incredible. professors. I mean, it's it's a good school. But the fact that that this guy, all everything with him is a political football. Mm -hmm. Every single thing. He's not he, the kind of he guy. He doesn't give a shit about students. He doesn't right. care about education. He doesn't care about any of it. Everything it's will be a like news a stunt, bite. It's a, a news stunt bite. to make a point. Right. And right? to give him more airtime. Yeah. And he's tanking. He's a bloated so whale. miserably that he's, he's got to latch on to everything. Yeah. And in the process, he's going to destroy our state university system. Yeah. And that no one's going to come here. And we talked about it last week. There's all these conferences. Nobody's coming here. Right. In Broward. Oh, they canceled a bunch I'm, of conferences by the way, in Broward. By the way, where's in Orlando? Where is Chip Lamarca? Yeah. What do you have to say for yourself? All your buddies are over there in the convention center area and the port. They're losing fucking business, Money. you piece of shit. Money. And when they ask them, well, we, you know, these are people who signed up and they're like, you know what, we're out. So these, the con commerce. Right, the department, the commerce, uh, whatever for the chamber of commerce, chamber of commerce yeah. for Broward's like, can you give us a reason? And they send the answers back of why they've changed their and mind. It's DeSantis, and some of them just say DeSantis. That's it. That's it. This is our economy. The our political state, climate is not state, good for us. Our state is a tourism state. That's all. We don't have much else. One of them I mean, was, we, we, and, and the other thing is our, is our like oranges and shit yeah. and produce, which he's fucked up with the immigrant issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's screwing us over at every turn. He's screwing us on climate. Like we are drowned. We're literally, literally going to be drowning here. But so the other thing too, is that farmer's insurance is now leaving, which is incredible. No, that's Major huge. Insurance company. That's huge. That's how's, huge. How does that song go? <laughs> 
We just did it. We just did it. We just did it. I think I just picture that guy, that old guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The actor. Yeah, who plays um he plays um the guy who runs the bugle in Spider Man. What's his name? Oh my God, that's who he is. He's in that great movie with the drummer. Oh yeah, yeah, the drumming. Remember the drumming movie? No. Oh. I'd remember it, but Whiplash, Whiplash. It's called Whiplash. It's great. You should watch no. that. Oh, you're, oh. You, maybe your son would like it too. Okay. Okay. They're leaving. 100,000 homeowners yep. are going to be dropped from their insurance. And we've got a major piece of shit as the chief financial officer of the state. Oh. His name's Jimmy Patronus. Jimmy the worst. So this dumb fuck comes out this week and his response to the question of like, cause he's in charge yeah. of insurance, the, yeah. you know, finance. Well, we're very upset that the bud light of insurance companies is leaving. <laughs> he thinks they're leaving because the state's, uh, you know, against woke. Oh my God. That's why he thinks farmers, not the fact that we're sitting out here, like sitting ducks with yeah. hurricanes um, brewing in the ocean yeah. around us. How about and people the water- are losing Money, yeah. insurance companies lose money here. Yeah, now, that's not a reason, the right? Water Financial 90, officer. The water is 90 degrees. Yeah. We're entering into hurricane season. We're in hurricane season. You know, this is no, yeah. this is not good. And they're leaving. So, so what, what it has all, nothing to do with the culture wars yeah. that you want to pretend it is. Although they, they see the <laughs> climate, they see the writing on yeah. the wall with the They climate. believe in climate change. <laughs> they're not dumb. Insurance companies, believe me, it, they hire the smartest motherfuckers on the planet yeah. because they're in it to win. They're a casino. Yeah. And nobody beats the house. You understand? They are in it to win. So when they look at Florida, it's a losing game. Yep. And they know they're going to get out before they lose more. So he says... He's going to do some looking into. I'm going to look into how this company can just take money from homeowners and then leave the state. Wow. This guy's an idiot. I mean, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? They provided a service. And now they're gone. And they they collected money for it and they leave. That's it. It's not about being so many. Woke. I mean, this is this has happened time and time again in Florida with it, insurance companies leaving. And here's the other thing: this is where the woke fucking bullshit is now ridiculous. If you think you can point to an insurance company leaving Florida as woke, instead of the calls coming from inside the house. <laughs> your Republican colleagues in the legislature for 20 motherfucking years have done nothing Nothing. to help consumers of homeowners insurance in the state of Florida and have lined their pockets with millions upon millions of dollars. Millions upon millions of dollars are money. And then they give you money. They give you millions of dollars to not do anything. So instead of actually looking at the problem, he's going to blame woke. You're a disgrace. You're an embarrassment to humankind. You call yourself a Floridian. You're a fucking traitor to the people who live here. Shame on you and anyone else who doesn't do something to help homeowners right fucking now. Shame on you, CFO Patronus, whatever the fuck your name is. Uh, Fuck off. Seriously. (laughs) Woke this. You're a piece of shit. People are fucking suffering and going broke. Old people. Fuck me, right? Like, fuck me. I'm 40 something. I can, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Cause I'm in the middle of this fucking nightmare as everyone who listens to this podcast or is in within a five foot radius of me everywhere am I going in my life right now and I'm screaming about it. Fuck me. 
What about elderly people? What about the people who only have savings to live on for the next 15, 20 years right. of their life? And they, can't, they have, have nowhere to medical go. Medical bills, hospital bills. You want them to dip into those savings that they worked for the, their entire lives to retire, to fucking pay for homeowner's insurance for what? And what are they doing? They're giving up their homeowner's insurance. And they're fucking, now they're going to gamble. Now they're rolling the dice. Now they're really going to gamble. The dice. Instead of giving but money to a same, company that doesn't pay right. for shit, they're going to gamble and hope that a fucking storm doesn't come because then they'll lose their entire house. They'll lose everything. They'll have no money to take, take care of it. They're, they'll be homeless. And as much as I hate 100,000 people losing their insurance, we need more people to understand what is happening now because I don't think people are really feeling the despair that's happening here. And when those 100,000 people go to look for insurance and find fucking tumbleweeds where there's yep. companies used to be, then maybe they'll pay attention because citizens won't take you. The, there's a company I got. I'll, I I'll look citizen, up the name. Citizens doesn't have to take you. I thought that they had. To. They'll take you for a year and then they'll drop you. And they've been they've been pushing people pushing out. people off yeah. and raising their rates to yeah. encourage people to go find insurance somewhere Else, else. elsewhere. Yeah, fourteen percent. They raised their rates starting in November. Fourteen percent. They're going to go up on already high rates that are already high. I just read that the average of homeowners insurance in Florida is $4,500. When is the last time you met somebody who spent $4,500 in homeowners insurance? No, it's double. It's double that. The average is $8,000. Yeah. No fucking way. No fucking, no Unless, two ways and about the only, it. The only way I would see it being that low, if they're looking at the whole state and they're looking at like, you know, one, a one bedroom co-op condo, you know, things like that are a 55 and older community where they're, yeah, it pay, averages yeah. with the with the podunks you know, in but, fucking North Florida yeah, but, who live but, on a river raft. Right, but like for for the average person down here, it's not forty five hundred dollars. It's not. It's fucking outrageous. It is. And we have this is the reaction when you're looking for help. When the press goes and tries to get answers yeah, to give they, to the they people, say woke. they say woke. Yeah. Because they know they know how badly they have fucked us. And the worst part is this: they are the most active party in the state of Florida. They are going door to door. They yeah. are handing out paperwork, their, pan, their flyers at parades. I talked to Michael Albetta last night. Michael Albetta was at the Lauderdale by the Sea 4th of July parade. And oh. he was walking in the parade. The Broward, Broward Young Republicans. Yes. And they're handing out yes. flyers with all their information. Come join the Broward Young Republicans. I Repu saw that. And walking with them was Tom Powers, who I believe is the head of the Republican Party for Florida. He's in Broward because they are not afraid of Broward no. County. No, this, they 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 want Broward. This, that that's they their aim. Broward. Their aim is to take this county, and they we don't are. Need to be I gotta tell else. you, it's not gonna be that hard. <laughs> it's not gonna be hard, and they know that because they're already taking the fucking positions. They are strategic. They they're are the, sending people on, out right now. They're on the school board. They're on our commissions. They are working there. West Broward is kind of red, y'all. Yep, it's kind of red, and East Broward. We said it either last week or the week before. I don't remember now where um, I saw, you know, a group of people where their mission was yes, to door go hangers. door to door with door hangers to get people to switch parties yeah. and to join the Republican Party. I told Michael this. Is this is what they yes. are doing. Yeah, they're ready. They are going step by step, inch by inch, and they're taking what they can get. And we are complacent. Listen. You know, I think... I think I, that I there's some plans. I'm sure there's no, plans there's that are plans. coming out. There's plans. I'm sure there's a thing to do. But, but we these can't motherfuckers lose Broward. are on we the ground. We lose Broward, Florida's gone forever. 
<sighs> Tina, Florida's gone forever. I know. But we can take it back. How, please. Okay. Please. Yes. I'm happy. I agree. Hope, I have hope in I some have people. Hope I have too. hope in some people. I have hope too. And I want to rah-rah with everybody else. I really, really do. I really do. I want to believe in the plans. I'm excited that they have a, a plan moving forward. I'm excited about Nikki Freed. The girl, this woman is fire. I'm fucking here and for it. And she goes out. She, she's a boots on the ground yeah, I'm girl, here for it. You know? I'm here for she, it. I'm excited about what's going to happen. But we also need to get into reality of... They are already infiltrating everywhere. They're yeah. not afraid to come to Broward. We shouldn't be afraid to go to Seminole County. We shouldn't be afraid to go to That's wherever true. the fuck Ocala is. We need to move into their spaces. Yeah. Because there are a lot of poor folks who vote for Republicans because they're religious or whatever the fucking deal is. Don't tell me they're not affected by these bad policies. That's bullshit. Right. They're and, just and, as affected as the rest of us. And we need to just talk about the, we have to stop talking about the culture war stuff and we need to focus on property insurance, property tax, like the stuff that is impacting the people of Florida. Cause it's impacting us, our tourism, you know, the fact that like, we're not going to have anybody coming to the state. Like this is a problem, major problem, major, <sighs> major problem. And it, it's funny because I've seen it on the faces of people that I've come in contact with recently. I won't go into detail, but we were talking about the E-Verify system. And I'm trying to explain to him that this is going to affect the work that we do. And he was like, man, he was stunned. And he said, what happened to this governor? I thought he was cool. And I was like, wait a minute, what? Like, I knew he was Republican and that's fine. I don't give a fuck, but also... Why did it have to come to them passing this law and making it mandatory that affected you for you to understand that this guy's not cool? No. That's, that's gone too far. It's gone too far. I thought he was cool. Yeah. I, I'm because sorry. Because he wears like, the Top Gun glasses? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. I mean. The furthest thing Just cool. the, the fact that he's tanking brings me so much fucking joy I, I i really love it but but that also means he's coming back here and so what happens when that happens because he's going to be out like somebody's predicted september like he'll maybe maybe he'll drop out by september because his numbers are really bad but oh. he's also somebody i feel like he's a dog with a bone and he will never oh, give up he's not i don't think like, he, i don't know no. what it comes he's, to he's to get spoiled. him to yeah um and pouty two other things one of them was in the paper this morning Scott Peterson, the deputy sheriff who sat outside the coward, who yeah. sat outside Marjorie Stoneman Douglas and was just found off. not guilty. Yeah. Um, he wants BSO to pay for his legal fees. What? No. Six figures legal <gasps> fees. No. He wants BSO no. to pick up the bill. What, because he was a cop at the time? Yeah. Because he was on the job. Is it, and he was being but, but sued he for something that happened on the job. But he didn't do his job. Is, that, is this part of like a union deal? I don't know. But this, which by the way, I, doesn't BSO get money from us? Don't, if you live in a city with BSO, don't you pay into that? Are we paying for this coward's legal bills? Is that what you fucking tell me? And I I'd mean, like to ask the sheriff, but he's got his own fucking legal problems. Oi, BSO. I can't fucking take it. I cannot believe the balls on this guy. I, I cannot mean, I get over it. I don't know how this works because I know if you belong to a union, the union can help you with legal representation, but that doesn't mean that your employer is footing the bill for that. You know what I mean? Because you're paying your union dues. I don't know if so it's union. I don't, unless this is, 
separate and there's something within like his contract or something, but BSO shouldn't have to pay. That's what he's going to try to do. It's his action and his lack of action. That's what he's going to try to do. That put him in this position. By the way. You've got to be kidding me. Such a white dude. Like such a white dude. Like I said last week, you got to humble yourself and go the fuck away. No, he's still in the paper a week later. Is he still working for BSO? I don't know, but I guarantee you he'll get his job back. He was very close to retirement, so maybe not. But these are the kinds of guys that come back and get reinstated. So let's pay attention and see what happens there. Wow. My last thing is that the Emmy nominations came out. Succession and the bear fucking killed that shit. Best supporting actor is all people from the bear and succession. So I don't know who to choose. I don't know. Maybe because of Richie. Wasn't White Lotus? That that got some too. That got a lot too, White Lotus. But just in the, that best supporting male is like incredible. (gasps) Also, here's, this pisses me off. Jamie Lee Curtis was not nominated <gasps> for her guest no! spot. Uh, Shocking. Who, who? I, I'd have to look at the list, but like. How um, could they not? I don't know. But the, she was incredible. The uncle, the uncle was nominated for his guest spot. Oh, I mean, he's and good. so was um, John Barenthal, who plays Michael. Oh, well. So they were nominated, but she wasn't. No, and she's, that's, that's disturbing to me. She She is, was the entire season yeah, for me. She my was God. the entire season. I mean, I'm season. getting goosebumps yeah, just, I just thinking about her. I just did too. I'm in love with this woman. Like I, she's amazing. Obsessed with Jamie Lee Curtis. And I just love, and I know I don't want to, I know I don't want to say this the wrong way. Cause you can do, people can do whatever the fuck they want to their bodies. Yeah. But I just love that she, mm. I know what she's you're going to say. She's just aging, yeah. but she still looks good. And she like embraces that. Yeah. And I, I understand like the desire to, and it, it and, and and I think it's our society puts a lot of pressure on women to be young, be young, be young, be young, yeah. and not grow old gracefully, you know. And I feel like she's one of these actors that has kind of just like, hey, this is who I am. Yeah. Um, Justine Bateman is another one. Yes, that's right. And I I admire that, and I would love to see more women just being like, hey, this is who I am, because men still get to do it. There are some men that do crazy, you know. They'll, they'll go under the knife a little too much too. Uh, I'm listen. Um, I'm concerned about, um, I'm a bit concerned about the mission impossible movie. I've, I told you, I, well, maybe I didn't tell you, but I, I've been no, watching you this. You were going to go watch I'm going to go see, one. I'm going to go see it tomorrow night, but like also watching the trailer, Tom Cruise looks really fucking weird to me, like a little poofy. <gasps> oh, and I'm no. like, does he, is he now putting fillers in his face? No. And I have to say, did I say this to you or somebody else? No. Maybe I said somebody else. Uh, my Jesus Christ and Savior is Ryan Gosling, okay? <laughs> but he's also, he his no. eyes are getting uh, like little slits because he's putting too much poof oh in his face. Oh, no. Please, no. Ryan. Ryan, just go. You're, 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 you're my Robert Redford. You're still going to look good. Yeah, you're my Robert Redford. Redford looked good when he you, aged. You don't have to Let do that. Let it happen. You beautiful angel. Uh. You look plastic. And I'm like, is this for the part? But no, I see you on the red carpet and he looks fucking hot as fuck. And, but he's like, a little, little no. poofy. So we calm the fuck down. The, but we don't want the poof. So here's who's nominated that 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 Jamie Lee Curtis did. Becky Ann Baker for Ted Lasso. This is who she is. She played his mother. Oh. But she should be nominated over she Jamie wasn't Lee in it Curtis. That much, though, what she? The fuck out of like, here. Like, I can barely remember her. Quinta Brunson, who is a, she's from that show, Abbott Elementary. When she hosted Saturday Night Live, uh. she's nominated. Teresia P. Henson from Abbott Elementary. These are all like guest stars. Judith Light on Poker Face, Sarah Niles on Ted Lasso. Who the hell is Sarah Niles on Ted Lasso? There's Sarah three Niles. three guest stars from Ted Lasso in the women category. Oh, the therapist. 
The therapist I, on Ted Lasso. I mean, I kind of like the therapist. But the last season, she was barely I know, on she it. Was very, that's true. That's true. Who's this? Is this Harriet Walter? Is this the fucking bartender on Ted Lasso? Because I'm going to lose my mind. Oh, no. It's uh, Rebecca's mother. No. All great performances. But not, Jamie, but not Lee a Jamie Lee Curtis was a powerhouse. Not a Jamie Lee Curtis performance. I mean, seriously. No. And also the bear is is categorized as a comedy, which I don't know what? how. Yeah, I, I'm. Wouldn't it be more. Dra- did, they don't have a dramedy co- uh, category. They don't. No, Tina, there's no dramedy category at the Don't Emmys. Don't you think that they have should have? Respect. They need to have a dramedy. This is the Emmys. Have they some need respect. to have a dramedy because it's not drama. It's not comedy. Well, All I know is who are we going to root for in Best Actor when you have the father on Succession, um, our cutie patootie that we love so much who's like, we're not good people, we're, <laughs> we're bad people. You know, talking about the two brothers. Yeah. They're both nominated for all oh. three in the same category. Well, okay, none of them are going to get it. <sighs> They're not going to pick between the brothers, so maybe the dad and maybe who else? Dad. Damn, I closed it. Oh, it's fine. Let's we got to move, yeah. move on. Listen, we'll go look it up. We'll talk about it on Patreon, maybe. Go look it <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, that'll be our Patreon. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hey, this is Grabman Brisket Podcast. Join us every Monday where we talk about the latest trends in barbecue, interviews with world top pit masters, celebrity cooks. Ooh, like uh, Wee Man from Jackass. And musicians. Like Rich O'Toole. So check us out. We do beer reviews, barbecue fails. So many fires. Dude, a lot of people just burn their houses down for no reason. We also talk about cocaine hippos versus Beth Gators. Learn how to make some tailgate gravy. Altercations with Texas Rangers. People throwing Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah. So check out grabthebrisket.com for podcast info, viral social media posts, and so much more. I'm sweating bullets. Are you ready? Oh, God, yes. All I'm right. so happy I didn't have to do any work this week. Today, I'm going to tell you the story of Iran Air Flight 655. <gasps> Wait a minute. Do you remember Wait, this? Was this the one that crashed? Did it No, crash? it didn't oh. crash. What am I thinking of? The one over Scotland. Oh, I don't know. It doesn't okay, matter. Let's move on. Let's move on. <gasps> let's move on. I, I'm only halfway through, baby. We might right. have to take a, I, <laughs> a break. Iran Air Flight 655 was a routine commercial flight with civilian passengers, but it encountered a fateful turn when it became a victim of devastating military action mm. by the United States. Oh, do you remember this now? No, but I hate you. United States. <laughs> you dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> All right. I'm probably going to pronounce this, uh, this straight wrong. It's, so forgive it's me. It's fine. Don't worry. All right. About so it. our story takes place over the Strait of Horm- Hormuz. Hormuz. Okay. Hormuz. I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. I suck. And the flight was heading to Dubai um, from Iran. Okay. So I'm not going to go into, I'm not, I I can't go into the entire history of the Iran-Iraq war. We can't do it. We don't have the time. And if you're too young to remember, just go look it up. Go fuck yourself. Because we're old enough to remember. There's Google, there's history books, (laughs) go take a class. Yeah. Yeah, What is There's too much. You're coming to us to learn history? Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) You came to the wrong podcast. That's not who we are. So, So I really want to focus on sort of the time period and some of the tensions that were building at the time. So in the 1980s, there's the Iran Iraq war and the U.S. was supporting Iraq at the time. And in 1988, there was what was called Operation Praying Mantis. Mm. I love these names. So Operation Praying Mantis was a U.S. military operation conducted on April 18th, 1988. 
And it was in response to the mining of the Persian Gulf by Iran during the Iran-Iraq War. Mm. So U.S. Naval Institute, there was an article by them, um, on the incident noted that the naval craft, the USS Samuel B. Roberts, hit an Iranian mine in the Persian Gulf, and it sustained a lot of damage, Mm. right? So it hits this mine, and it, like, messes up the hull and all of this stuff. There's no loss of life that happens, but several injuries resulted as um, a result of this, like, uh, accident. And the operation aimed to neutralize Iran's naval capabilities and targeted Iranian military vessels. The U.S. forces engaged in direct combat. And this was like one of the biggest like naval battles since like World War II. Dang. Yeah. And it was like this one day fight. And it resulted in several Iranian naval vessels. Um, History uh, on the net noted that the following vessels were destroyed during the one day battle. An Iranian frigate, a gunboat, three speedboats, and there was damage to another frigate. And the site also noted that a Marine Corps helicopter crashed during the operation uh, with two flyers killed in that accident. And they also destroyed an Iranian naval and intelligence uh, facilities or two facilities that they um, were on these inoperable oil platforms that they like took down to. Jesus. So the operation was considered a decisive victory for the U.S. at the time. Mm. So... That happens right in um, April. And according according to Aviation File, tensions were high at the time because that incident occurred and, you know, they're sort of, you know, they have their waters and there's sort of this line in the war, right, where like you still can't go into their waters and, you know, they're kind of playing this game of, you know, kind of watching them, they're watching us sort of thing, right? So since Operation Praying Mantis happened on April 18th, On July 3rd, 1988, according to a Chicago Tribune article, there was some concern about Iranian speedboats. So they sent a helicopter to check things out. So they're like, oh, there's a speedboat thing happening. Let's go see what's going on. And allegedly, the Iranians shot at the helicopter. You know, allegedly. Let me say something else. 1980s and speedboats, my God. Right, Miami Vice. Totally, that's what I was thinking. Like, men really fucking dug these speedboats. That was a real thing. This is a thing. To be like in that thing with the the top, the front front of the boat (laughs) bouncing on the waves and their hair's blowing. I mean, this is crazy. And in, to do it in, during like a standoff or in water, you're I not mean, supposed to be no, in. This is scary. Yeah, this is fucked up. So here's the thing. When the helicopter got fired on, there was this other boat called um, the Vincennes. And it started going for the boats. So they're like, okay, supposedly mm. they shot at a, our, one of our helicopters. There's these speedboats. Now we're going to go after these speedboats, right? Um, but when they did... They entered Iranian waters, right? Which they weren't allowed to do. So the ship is there fighting it out with these Iranian ships. Meanwhile, at the same time that this is happening, Iran Air Flight 655 takes off from Mm. the airport. And the Chicago Tribune article notes that this was a flight that was taken twice a week for 20 years. So this isn't like some random flight that's happening. This is like, you know, like a regular scheduled flight that goes out from this airport. Oh my God. So nothing out of the ordinary. The crew of the Vincennes shot two missiles at that passenger plane and it killed all 290 people on this plane. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So a Business Insider article did note that the airport where this flight took off, where Air Flight 655 took off, also served military planes. So they're trying to say like, well, military planes do fly out of that airport and maybe there was some confusion 
Um, and so I'll get into. I'm sorry, but we I'll know what a passenger that. plane looks like. So the U.S. Navy at the time claimed that the crew thought that the plane was a military jet fighter mm. from Iran rather than a passenger plane. Now, back in the 70s, the U.S. gave, prior to the, the war, they gave Iran a bunch of fighter jets, old school fighter jets. The, the, so this again, is my favorite thing about the United yeah. States like is we're that we, stuff. <laughs> we've done this forever. And within yeah. a few years, all of a sudden, they're our enemy. Right. Like, are we being, is someone pulling the wool over our eyes over here? <laughs> like they become like, they're, we're like so desperate for friends that we're like, you know what? I'm going to give yeah. you a nice little here. gift and yeah. you be my friend. And then they're like, right. we Thanks. got a good deal here. The, good bafangu. We're putting these yeah. uh, fighter jets Bye. out to pasture. You can have them for yeah. a good price. Yeah. I don't know. And the next thing you know, they're shooting at us. And now they're shooting. Yeah. Jesus. So maybe there was confusion, but still. My question is, how do you, as, as, US, as a U.S. Navy military, with all the top-notch equipment available, right? Like, we're the best. We're supposed to be. Hmm. How do you make, like... I, I don't know how you how you make such a mistake. And I feel like aren't there safeguards in place to ensure like, hey, this isn't a passenger plane? Like, you know, so the Chicago Tribune Jesus. noted that the U.S. Uh, Vincennes allegedly sent 11 different radio warning calls to the plane <gasps> over various frequencies and channels, and they all supposedly went unanswered. So they claim hey, we were reaching out to the plane. Like, we see this plane coming. Like, hello, you know, we, they reached out on a military channel. They reached out on this channel. They went through all these different frequencies and supposedly they didn't answer. Mm. A Business Insider article noted that a Middle East correspondent at the time suggested that the captain of uh, the Vincennes, Captain Will Rogers III, may have been, quote, acting recklessly aggressive in the month leading up to the incident. Wait, what? Yeah, so, you know, they're chasing after these speedboats. Like, he's just, you know, he's maybe got a hard-on for these guys. You well, know what I mean? Well, listen, I'm not blaming anybody for having a hard-on, but <laughs> <laughs> there's a time and the place, there's Mr. Will the Rogers III. Yes. My God. So, regardless, the plane is shot down, right? Oh, my, this just is fucking, this is seven devastating. minutes after it took uh, off. I can't, I can't. And here's the other thing. The naval ships didn't even try to help or search for survivors or do anything. They just shoot this fucking plane down. What the yeah. hell? So Reagan at the time. Oh, God. Had this to say. He's confused, by the way. When the air. <laughs> yeah. He's chomping on his jelly beans. I was just going to say. <laughs> doing seances in the White House. And he's like, oh, humana, humana, humana. Yeah. What? We shot a plane down? What? Great. I'm confused. What happened? So he says, quote, when the aircraft failed to heed repeated warnings, Vincennes followed standing orders and widely publicized procedures firing to protect itself against possible attack. Mm. Now, this basically puts the blame on Iran, right? Which we learned that it, that isn't really the case. This isn't Iran's fault. It's just, this is a passenger jet. As far as the U.S.'s responsibility or response, Newsweek cited this quote from George H.W. Bush, <laughs> who was then vice president. Yes. And he said... And, and he, they, they just say that they, like, they didn't ask him directly about like, Hey, about the flight, but they were kind of like asking about, you know, roundabout about this issue. And his response was quote, I will never apologize for the United States. I don't care what the facts are. I'm not an apologize for America kind of guy. Doesn't that just sum everything up about our country? <laughs> it's a, that is, that is an incredible quote. I I read that and I was like, he wow, then went on to become I our president. I don't care what the facts are. Yeah. No. Well, why would he? I will never apologize. You know, this is a guy. 
am I right? Like, I got to write down this name because I'm going to have to cover this motherfucker. But didn't he work for the CIA? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't he in charge of like the CIA? I mean, this guy's got, and then he's grabbed, by the way, he's a lech. <laughs> like, yeah. let's not forget that he was I know, in a wheelchair of- <laughs> grabbing women's asses at like 95 years old. He's a piece of shit. Boys will be boys. Old men will be old men. Ugh. So gross. So after an official investigation oh was my done. God, this quote, I can't get it. I can't. I know. A report. You know, they always got to do these reports. And this report is coming from a U.S. Navy Admiral, uh, William Fogarty. And in the report, it stated, quote, Iran must share the responsibility <laughs> for the tragedy by hazarding one of their civilian airlines by oh. allowing it to fly at a relatively low altitude air route. Basically, again, like it's the pilot's fault, right? Hey, they should right? Well, he's dead now, so right. fuck him. I guess right. we can blame him for yeah. everything. We're just going to throw all the blame on this guy instead of saying, oh shit, we fucked up, right? So now the Newsweek article goes on to note that a few years later in 1992, Newsweek did its own investigation okay. of this uh, uh, plane crash or this, this uh, shooting down of the plane. Sorry. And found that the uh, Vincennes captain, Will Rogers III, was at fault and that the U.S. tried to cover it up. Essentially, they point to the ship entering those waters illegally. Remember, oh. they're not even supposed to be in the water. Right there. Right. It's, it's already They've it's already entered bad. the water Ill- yeah. illegally. No. They shouldn't have been there. He's chasing after those speedboats. No. And, and remember, it was allegedly they shot at a helicopter. So we don't even have real confirmation that the helicopter was even shot at. I mean, this okay? is insane. You're right. That, they're right. The, they're already in doing yes. something wrong. They're, they're, they're you yeah. know, you took a bite of the a poison apple. Now everything that happens after is your fault. Like that's, that's right. What, what the fuck? How is the vice president going to say no matter what, I don't apologize. Right. I mean, no matter what the facts are. Other reports though, refute that with uh, Navy uh, Admiral William Crow stating that quote, a warship acting in self-defense has the right under international law to enter the aggressor waters to defend itself. Mm. He also asserted that the Navy, quote, did not, I emphasize, did not at any time cover up, conspire, or conduct a secret war beyond the knowledge of our leaders and you who are charged as the safekeepers for all the American people. So, um, you know, obviously there's no charges, there's no sentence, there's nothing, nothing. But some of the aftermath. Aviation File reported that the relationships between the U.S. and Iran were impacted by this incident. Yeah. And they demanded that the U.S. apologize for the actions taken by the U.S. Navy. But in true U.S. fashion, they have first defended their actions like we just talked about. Arrogant. Arrogant. People are dead, man. 290 people. Innocent people. The tragedy also led to changes in the aviation industry where the need to have better communication and coordination between civilian and military aircraft was highlighted. Iran sued the U.S. government. They settled in 1996 for $131.8 million. What? Now. Holy shit. Yes. Wait a minute. Yeah. What? Yeah. Did that go to any of the families? I don't know where the money went, but they settled. Now the U.S. to say it's settled, but they never gave a formal apology. They only expressed, quote, deep regret, unquote for the situation i i gotta tell you if someone's gonna hand me 131 million dollars i don't need you to say you're sorry like i got it you got it i'm gonna take all my 131 million dollars and hit, hit the bricks i'm out oh my god mm-hmm. oh my god 
Yeah. Uh, 131 131.8 million dollars. Yeah. Holy. Yeah, don't forget that point 8. That's a lot of money That's too. a lot of money. Holy shit. No, no. So some points of interest. Some believe that the incident is one of the factors that has led to the current lack of trust between Iran yes, and the U.S. still yes. today. Yeah, I mean, there's I would, several, obviously there's several I other things, but this is like thing. one of the things. Yes, of course. This is another thing. The plane's black box was never recovered, uh, which could have shed light on what happened. Like they could have heard on that black if box calls, if the calls or any of yeah. that. The other thing is, is that um, this incident shocked and angered the Iranian people. Mm. Um because it was an immense loss of civilian life. Oh my God, dude. And yes, they're in a war. And I believe during that war, I think it was like 1 million, some, something like that, like people died in the Iran-Iraq war. Um, but 66 of those that were killed on that plane were babies and children. And there was even an entire family killed. There were 16 family members in total who were going to a wedding. The entire family was wiped out. Uh, this is, Can you imagine that? This is fucking crazy. Um, this to, is crazy, yeah. especially because you know this. If those were is that, if those were Americans on that plane, are you want to talk about a hard on? Oh, please! This country would be blowing everybody we, up. Oh, hundred percent. Then we've been invading people that we just want right. to go go fuck with a little bit. Right? Holy right. shit! During one of the mass funerals for the victims, Iranians chanted "Death to America," Whoa. according to a CNN article. So even though they settled, they further upset Iran when they gave the USS Vincennes captain, Will Rogers III, who was the captain when this no, happened, stop, 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 a stop, Legion stop. of Merit Award. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I quit. I quit. <laughs> I quit this podcast. Yes. I'm done. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm fucking out. I don't know what we're doing anymore. I, I don't know what we're doing. I this am is- at a loss. Uh, what? What? They gave him an he award. Killed he, he killed people. He killed 200 something people. They killed people. And it's like a slap, what it's is like a slap what in is the wrong face. With it's us. a slap in the face. What is wrong with us? And then we went on to elect this vice, him as, the, as yes, the, president. the president. Yeah. And then we elected his piece of shit turd son <laughs> who went on and fucked with Iran more. Yeah. Oh and my Iraq God. and Afghanistan. Afghanistan and dragged us into that Jesus. bullshit for fucking decades. We're still fucking around over there. Oh my God. Uh, I, you know, and this is the last thing. I can't. Oh, to this day, <sighs> the Iranian state television recognizes the tragedy. Newsweek cited mm-hmm. Reza H. Akbari, who works as a program manager for the Institute for War and Peace, as saying, quote, once a year, the country's state media rebroadcasts the tragic footage of the plane's wreckage and civilian bodies floating in the Persian Gulf. For a few days, heart-wrenching images of family members crying over the loss of their loved ones and painful facts like the number of children on board are reviewed. Like, this is like, I, I like their 9-11. I was just going to say that. It's like their 9-11. That's nine, what you know it what reminds I mean? me of. Like, and, 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 it's not as many people, and, uh, but it's a the, memory. Some These of the people. pictures are like, um, there's like the Statue of Liberty, like stabbing through the plane, like, you know. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. It's It's terrible. It's terrible. How do we give this guy an award? He got an award. Wonder what he's up to now. He's probably, who knows, either long gone, retired or what. But. Wow. I know. I mean, it's a short story, but no, I was like. A, it's heavy it's, as fuck. It's, it's very so heavy. heavy. And it's, I was kind of like looking around and, and, and everything, all these articles I kept seeing were like the, the, you know, the incident that nobody talks about, that nobody remembers. I, I've never, I mean, 88, I was in fourth grade. Yeah. I was thinking when you said 88, I was like the immediately thought of fourth yeah. grade, but 96, I was graduating high yeah. school. Like I should have known that we were giving all this money. Yeah. We had to settle. 
You know what I mean? But, but like they don't talk about, you know, this is stuff that we don't get regular coverage of, you know what I mean? But also like, this is a huge tragedy and I understand, but don't you feel like we hear about tragedies every single day on the news and within a week, it's like, you you don't hear about it anymore. Yeah. I mean, it just really is shocking to me, especially when we're talking about mass shootings, you know, mass shootings happen every single day in this country, every single day. Yeah. And we don't hear about them because it's not even, it's like commonplace anymore. Yeah. That's fucking exhausting. Yeah, it's wild. This country has so much to be, you know, I saw something the other day and it was uh, just like how the country has all this bad luck. And they said, it's almost like the country was built on the graves of indigenous people, like an old Indian grave graveyard. Right. Hello. And I was like, McFly. Yeah. McFly. Hello. That is what it is. Until we rectify how this country was founded. It's like poltergeist bitch. Yeah. The poltergeist house, remember? It is. That's a, she's in the Carrie pool. Anne. Carrie Ann. Is that what was that her name? Go towards the light, yeah. Carrie Ann. Yeah, that little short Carrie lady. Carrie yeah. Ann. <laughs> Biden, go towards the light. <laughs> We're fucked. You know? We or, need it. I mean, or the clip of Obama that came out this week where he's talking to Sasha at the dinner table about and how her and her friends are so concerned about climate change. I don't know what Obama did about climate change for the eight years he was there. You know, when Democrats take power in any well, like form, statewide, you know, the government level, national level, that's the time right. to push things through because that's what they that's what do. they do. When Republicans get into power, they start investigating Hunter Biden. Right. That's what when we get in power, we shove through women's rights. We shove yeah. through climate change uh, initiatives. Like I we feel like have stunted. To do I that. feel like we always get stunted by the House or the Senate. You know what I mean? There's always these well, these, these when walls. you have Democrats in charge who are like, well, I don't know if we can get enough people on our side, even though we have power because they're cowards and they don't want to fucking piss anybody off they need to start pissing people off well here we are you know do you ever let's speak in climate change and i was thinking about this when i watched that obama clip because i was like motherfucker please uh because he's rich enough that he'll be on mars with everybody else we'll be down here but i ain't going to fucking mars yeah so do you ever think (laughs) do you ever feel guilty that we have that this is the world our children and possibly future grandchildren yes we'll have to like it's so hot right like i'm sweating in my house we're trying to cool my house down right now if i go to the beach it's 98 degrees in the ocean well it's like 98 but we're also and i'm sure you guys have heard this where it's like hey it's 90 degrees but it feels like 110 right right. 110 it's tight like you open the door right now and go outside my house you can't the heat hits you in the face like like mike tyson just punched you out right it's mike tyson circa 1988 yeah right and so like do you ever feel like I, that hit me this week when he was talking about Sasha, I was like, this is what I've given. My children are going to inherit this mess. And if they want to have children, they are going to inherit it further. Well, and, and it I makes me so sad. Well, sometimes I, I feel even, I mean, I love my kids and I, I would, you know, take a thousand bullets for them. Mm. Um, but sometimes I feel guilty that I was selfish in having my kids knowing that's how, what I, that's what I'm wondering. I, I was feeling that terrible the world is, and it's like, what did I do? Yeah, you know what I mean. Because I'm gonna be gone, and what are they gonna have? And then if they are, they just gonna like exist and just go. Well, I'm not gonna bring kids into this. I you mean, know what I mean? Yeah. And also, there's a there's a petition going around Florida for clean water, for clean drinking water. Yeah. 
Because they they don't give a fuck about polluting us. They have lifted well, we every have, environmental sanction the, in Florida. I mean, we have it's the poisonous. algae. We have the algae blooms. We have our coral reefs dying. There's fish dying. They're saying our, the fish are going to die. We get our water because of the, yeah. the the warming of the waters. Like we are in a dangerous space down here. And, and we yeah, we, there's a, there's a lake in the middle of the state called Lake Okeechobee. That's where we all get our water. Yeah, it's a freshwater lake, and it's filled with algae. Yeah, it, it's disgusting. And there's a petition, just, I, I don't know. To me, it's mind boggling. Like abortion rights, I get it because people are fucking right. dipshits. But like clean water, you don't have to have a uterus to be fucked up about that. No. Like why are, why do we have to petition our government, our state government to not give a shitty, dirty poison water? Like that's what it is to put it on the ballot so there's an amendment that they have to make sure we have clean water. Holy shit. That's where we are in Florida 2023. That's where we are. Well, we've said it before on this podcast. We're going to end up, I wonder, you know, because they're talking about these record heats, heat waves, yeah, and, it, and, and, and that it's more than what they thought and, yeah. and things, you know. Yes, and it's always so, that. So, so, you know, if things are accelerating at a rate that they didn't, quite realize and when is this every day it's like um heat wave extended heat wave extended heat wave extended like it keeps uh, extending it's not slowing down when when do we become the climate refugees when does it get to the point where the waters are so warm that we can't that it's not stable right you know and then i think like okay yeah i have my house that's like basically like you know my nest egg you know what i'm saying same yeah and is there going to come a point where it's going to be like, well, that's not worth anything because yeah. no one's going to insure it. Yeah. No one's going to want to buy it. No bank is going to mortgage I, anything. Yeah. Like what's going to happen to the people like us who aren't quite at retirement age and shit goes, you know, to hell in a handbasket. Like we're all going to just leave with like, you know, our little stick on our back and our, our little belongings and like try to go somewhere else. Where, think, are they, and where are we going to go? Uh, and, and here, so Who's going to take in all these people? And here's the other thing that I hear about all the time. Like just this week in Vermont, 100-year storm. Sound familiar? Yep. We just had that in Fort Lauderdale uh, three months ago. Yep. Devastating storm. Devastating houses. By the way, oh. a, a, a 100-year flood is four days of rain. And then that last day was just like 12 hours of a downpour. Yep. And it devastated homes. That just happened in Vermont. Somebody died. Houses were destroyed. Businesses Crops, oh, I gotta crops talk to, I gotta destroyed. check in on Mark. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this isn't Ford Lauderdale happened here three months ago. That's happening everywhere. Pay attention to what's happening in the with the environment. And I've never been a climate person. I've never been an environmentalist. I've I uh, you know I just it's not been my issue. This is it. Yeah. This is these record storms, these record floods, these record fires, and volcanoes are happening yeah. all over the place right now. Like this is the real I'm waiting for fucking the tsunami. thing. I'm waiting for the tsunami to come to Florida. I'm, I'm telling you. And that's you. like my nightmare. <laughs> but if people can't come here and go in the ocean. Yeah. What are you coming here for? If you, It's too hot. Why would you come here during the summer? Because people are going to go, well, I'll just go to Georgia. I'll go to North Carolina. You know what I mean? There's other places along the coast. I'll go to Maine. I'll go, you know. Uh, it's because now it's the weather up there crazy, isn't as cold and you know what i'm saying yeah it's crazy man it's what crazy. are we doing we should just get the hell out oh god please hey who, who wants to take us in oh yeah look at this yeah, i mean we're adorable please uh, 
I mean, we got some baggage. We got Just some kids. We got us, some family. Take us with you. Come on. We can negotiate over Tina's husband. <laughs> <laughs> he's handy. He, he can help out. He's a little handy. He plays a mean guitar. Tina's handy. All right. He plays a guitar. He can play music. Yeah, he'll entertain. I will tell you some jokes. Yes. Tina can do all kinds of things. She's oh, I can. Very... I'll look. I'll sew and I'll make the sauce. Come when on. The, when the apocalypse <laughs> comes, I'm, I'm sticking next to Tina because I'll never go hungry and I'll always have clothes. I'll be good. It'll be fine. Yeah. But listen, we got skills. We got skills. Just Please, help us out. What can you do for us? <laughs> in the comments tell us what's yes. great about where you are and maybe we can come yes. and live with you yes we need a place to go we have no money though <laughs> <laughs> and oh. other things can be negotiated we can... <laughs> i'll find a way to pay the bills tina oh I promise. my god <laughs> dear lord this is friday night recording <laughs> Friday night recording is the best. Yeah, on Friday night recording, I drink wine and then offer myself for <laughs> to pit, live in your house. Yeah, for you free. know, I'm bored. <laughs> what was it? You know the problem Wait, is ass, that? gas, or grass. Yeah, Nobody right. rides for free, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I said that to one of my kids this week, last week. I was like, "What you got?" He's like, "I can get a ride." I go, "What you got?" Ass, gas. <laughs> gas. I think he's I like, said what? That. I think I said that to one of my kids recently too, and he's the same reaction. I was like, "No, that's what we just said back in the day." Yeah. And I said, nobody rides for free. He goes, please. <laughs> please. I'm like, all right, get in, oh, motherfucker. You can go God. for free because I gave birth to you. All right? I mean. Yeah. I the, All I know is the name of this ep episode is ass, gas, or grass. <laughs> and I just misspelled gas. So it's time to end the podcast. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>